It's time now for Empowered Family Talk with Francita Hallris. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Hallris, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Hallris is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hulrus foundation.com and oh by the way thank you may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight O lord my strength and my redeemer good morning it's family time and welcome back listeners listeners our new leadership learning series entitled a life in transition on our pathway forward with today's focus is the heart's transition listeners what is the condition of your heart today the phrase quote man looks on the outside but god looks at the heart unquote is from first samuel 16 verse 7 listeners in the scriptures it means that god looks at a person's heart not at their status family wealth etc god does not judge people listeners based on their outward appearance but rather on their inner qualities Now, listeners, this phrase is often used to remind people that they should not judge others based on their physical attributes, but rather on their character and inner qualities. Amen. Now, let's talk about what does the Bible say about the transition of our hearts, listeners? We have a submittal by Clarence Haynes. On October 6, 2021, he writes this. Number one, let's notate, listeners, what does the Bible say about the heart? Well, one of the things the Bible speaks about, listeners, quite frequently is the heart. The number of times this word appears depends on which translation you use. For example, In the New International Version, the word heart appears more than 500 times. In the King James Version, the word heart appears more than 800 times. Now, listeners, when something is mentioned this many times in the scriptures, it is important that we should pay attention to it. Now, understanding what the Bible says about the heart, listeners, is really understanding a lot about our own human nature. 
Let's notate number two, listeners. What does the scripture say about the heart? Well, when you think about the human heart from a physical perspective, listeners, the heart is central to our lives. Your entire life is a byproduct of a beating heart. One of the ways they check to see if a person is still alive is by checking their pulse, which is proof of a beating heart and evidence of life. To put it another way, listeners, when the heart goes with you and when the heart stops, you stop. When the heart goes, listeners, you go. And when the heart stops, you stop. Ironically, there are some similarities between the physical heart and the spiritual heart, listeners, as the physical heart is central to life and living. The spiritual heart is central to every aspect of your life. And when the Bible speaks about the heart, listeners, it is really referring to the mind, the will, and emotions. Every choice you make, listeners, every decision you make, everything you do flows out of what is in your heart. And that's why the Bible gives us scriptures like these, listeners. Let's notate, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Proverbs 4, verse 23. Proverbs 27, 19 says this, listeners, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Now, this is a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say, listeners, flows from what is in your heart. Luke 6, verse 45, the NLT version. Now, listen, as you can see, the heart is central to everything you do. And more importantly, it is a true reflection of who you are. Since the heart, listeners, reflects what is inside you, you don't like what you see on the outside, then you must recognize that the problem is on the inside. And when you change the heart, listeners, you change the person. Amen. Let's notate number three, listeners. Is the human heart evil? Well, to answer this question, notice what the Bible says about the heart, listeners. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? Jeremiah 17, verse 9. Listeners, a truth that lots of people don't necessarily want to acknowledge is that the hearts of men are evil. Many people like to champion the human heart, and we'll even assume that most people have a good heart. However, the Bible says something completely different, listeners. The reason our hearts are evil is connected to how we were conceived. The psalmist writes this, listeners, Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Psalms 51, 5. Listeners, this is how we all entered the world. 
We were born and conceived in sin. Because we're all born with a sinful nature, listeners, this is what shapes the heart and contributes to what we say, what we think, what we feel, and what we do every day. That's why if the heart, listeners, is not transformed by the power of God, it will remain deceitful and desperately wicked. Amen. Thank you for listening to Empower Family with Francina Horace. With your donations, we are able to bring you God's Word. You can go to www.coachtafoundation.com and press donate. That's www.coachtafoundation.com. Don't forget that God is always in your corner. Now, welcome back, listeners. More Bible verses about our heart to notate is there are so many verses to help us get a full picture of what the Bible says about the heart. For time's sake, I will limit the verses I share here. The goal is to give you listeners perspective on the way the human heart works. As you read them, listeners, see how the mention of the heart refers to either the mind, the will, or the emotions of mankind. Now, the Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become listeners on earth that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. Genesis 6 verse 5. Now listeners, we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Shion and Og and the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan whom you completely destroyed. And when we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and the earth below. Joshua 2nd chapter verses 10 through 11, listeners. Matthew 6, 21 reminds us, listeners, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Matthew 9, 4 reminds us of this, listeners, knowing their thoughts. Jesus said this, quote, why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Unquote. Matthew 15, 19 through 20 says this, listeners, for out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what defile a person, listeners. But eating with unwashed hands does not defile them. Matthew 15, 19 through 20, listeners. Now, listeners, as you can see, the Bible clearly intertwines the heart with the mind, the emotion, and the will. Amen. You've been listening to Empowered Family Talk with your hostess, Francina Haldress. Be sure and join us next week and every week at this time for the program that brings you practical answers to the questions of the 21st century. Now, welcome back, listeners. Continuing from our reading, let's notate. 
Why does the Bible say to, quote, guard your heart, unquote? Well, earlier we mentioned this verse in Proverbs, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Proverbs 4, 23. Now listen, what does this mean to guard your heart? And why are we instructed to do it? Well, to guard the heart means to protect it, listeners, and to watch over it. You could almost think of it as being the warden or the prison guard and your heart is in solitary confinement. Prison guard must watch over everything that comes into that prisoner. The reason we instructed listeners to do this is because the heart shapes or is the catalyst for everything we do. And listen, that's why we fill our hearts and minds with is important. I'll say that again, listeners. That's why what we fill our hearts and minds with is so important. It's a very natural progression that whatever you feel in your heart will eventually show up, listeners, in your actions. It's the reason why Paul's instructions in Philippians is so important. And he says this, Philippians 4, verse 8, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, and whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Listeners, whatever you spend your time thinking about and consuming is going to shape the direction of your life. I'll say that one again. Whatever you spend time thinking about, listeners, and consuming is going to shape the direction of your life. So be careful about the voices you choose to listen to, listeners. Because they are conditioning your heart. And it won't be long before what is inside will eventually come out. Let's go take finally listeners number five. Should we, quote, listen to our hearts, unquote? Well, with the heart being so critical to everything we do, listeners, should we listen to it? The answer is yes. Let me clarify. We define listening as an acknowledgement of what is in there. Then yes, you should listen to your heart. In listening, listens, God can reveal what is in your heart so you can deal with it appropriately. If by listening to you mean you should follow what is in your heart, then that answer is it depends. Listeners, the most important thing to do when it comes to anything in your heart is to run it through the filter of God's word and God's spirit. It is okay to ask God to search your heart, Psalms 139, 23 through 24, and reveal what is in there. When he has filtered it out, listeners, then you can listen to what is there. Another reason this is important, listeners, is because God will often speak to our hearts. Remember, the heart is the seat of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And since it is the place where your decisions are made from, you got to listen to it, listeners. 
Just make sure to guard and filter so you are listening to the right influences in your life. Now this is because God knows our heart and how connected it is to everything we do. That is why in salvation he gives us a, what, new heart. Ezekiel 36 verses 26 through 27 reminds us of this, listeners. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. Amen. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Now, listeners, this verse shows you how truly amazing God really is. God knows the heart is central to everything we do, listeners. So he fills our heart with his spirit which eventually will shape the actions we take and the decisions we make. Now listen, once we are saved, our responsibility is to learn to yield more and more of our hearts to the Holy Spirit. As we do this, listen, we will see more and more of his life coming out in ours. Amen. Our hearts have been impacted, listeners. Our hearts have been impacted influenced and shaped by the Holy Spirit will produce lives that are impacted and shaped by him as well. And we know this is true based on what the Bible tells us about the heartlessness. Everything you do flows out of the heart. Amen. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Holrus, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Holrus is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Holrus. Now, welcome back, listeners. And in our close today, we ask the question is, what is the condition of your heart today? Are you ready and prepared to lead by example today for our next generation? Listeners, how can you lead somebody else if you can't lead yourself? Our closing question for you to ponder and reflect, listeners, is what does your own heart's transition look like? What does it sound like, feel like, smell like, and taste like? And what does your own heart's transition sense like, listeners? Are you paying attention? Amen. Our closing prayer for today is a prayer for a clean heart. Oh God, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit of the living God, Thank you for this, another chance and day you have given to me. 
Help me to remove all the doubts and unclean thoughts that is inside my mind, my heart, and soul right now. Let your power be revealed in me, O oh God, and create in me a clean heart. Amen. Our closing poem, listeners, is entitled Heart Filled by Naomi Fata. And it reads as such. Heart filled, heart thankful, reaching heavenward in the midst of trouble, transcends earthly pain, learning the lesson, becoming a servant's heart, the oxymoron of praise. God dwells in that heart, the thankful heart. Heart filled, heart thankful, resting in heaven's peace, Shielded from evil, held in his hand, filling his embrace, life turns to his perspective. My heart knows him, the riches of his love in the thankful heart. Amen. Now, listeners, next week we're going to talk about how could David be considered a man after God's own heart. Until next week, same time, same station, I am Francina Tate Holrus, your hostess. listening to Empowered Family Talk with your hostess Francina Haldress. 
Be sure and join us next week and every week at this time for the program that brings you practical answers to the questions of the 21st century. For Empowered Family Talk, I'm Jack Bishop. Thank you for joining Francita Hallress on Empowered Family Talk. Tune in next week.